Well, hello, Sober Town. We are back. Uh, Shiki and I are still on the train, and Mr. Drifter is now driving his lorry. Or is, and it's a lorry in the UK, it's a truck in, the, in, the, in America. Trying on a roller coaster. Yes, that's it. And just before the break, we brought up the Annie Grace Act, which that's been a huge tool for you, Drifter, hasn't it? Annie Grace's Act. It's been your main tool for coping with. Yeah. Annie Grace changed my life because, look, I was put into my first 12-step meetings when I was 14 years old. So that means around 1977, 78, somewhere in there, probably 77. So all I've ever known was the 12 steps and it's never worked for me because I'm so hard headed. I have all these years of going through the steps and I don't know a damn thing about the steps. And I thought I was doomed because if that's never worked before, I just felt like I was doomed to die a, a friggin' drunk. And then I found the IAS app and that was pretty difficult too, to get on there because I'm so antisocial. I don't know if you guys remember Never Give Up. She used to, it was a long time, a year ago, she was bouncing everywhere talking about Annie Grace and uh, this naked mind. I mean, everywhere I looked, I saw this lady never give up talking about it. So after my second um, reset, I was like, I woke, I'd been drunk texting into the IAS community and I woke up and I'm like, I can't, this is my last resort. I can't blow this. I'm going to try to figure this out. So I got Annie Grace, and then I got Craig Beck, this naked mind, Annie Grace, this naked mind. Craig Beck, alcohol lied to me. And I put Annie Grace in my truck, and I drove every night, and I listened to it like six times. I just pounded that information into my head. And then I started, I started to finally get it. It's really cool because she talks about, about, cognitive dissonance where there's the argument between subconscious and the conscious and i just started seeing how all this worked and then i started reading a little bit about neuroplasticity and how our our mind builds pathways and then i i, I learned how to confront my addict voice and really since that time i've really not had a problem uh kicking the shit out of my addict voice because you know i've definitely moved from getting sober into recovery and, and but that's how i learned was through annie grace go ahead Trisha. here's the cool thing about all of these different techniques and it doesn't matter what you use because there's act the, the five whys there's the 12 steps it's whatever works for you um use it to where you're building new pathways you know, ACT is just the one I use, but there's so many different other ones out there that everybody uses. And each one, I mean, the 12 step, not only does it help you build a new pathway, it also helps you deal with a lot of the emotional crap that's, that we live with. Um, also, me is what I've done is remove the alcohol. I wanted to remove the alcohol so I could do that. So it doesn't matter if it's ACT, the five whys, Smart recovery, Avart recovery, it doesn't matter what it is. Use it to your benefit, practice it, and build a new pathway and get out there, plan for these situations like you're going to be coming into in September, Shiki. And yeah. Catherine Gray always says it, um, what you do is you give yourself an escape plan 
always. Like you said, you're driving down, you're going to go to the first one and you're going to drive. Well, if you're driving, then you're not drinking. So you're going to, you're going to go to your first one, aren't you? Um, is that the plan that you're going to be the designated driver so you won't drink? Yeah, that's, that's a good one. I mean, going back to what Drifter said there about what I've got coming up in September, I mean, before <clears throat> yeah. I go to that festival, I've got two holidays I'm going on. I've got um, two English holidays mm-hmm. uh, with like 25 members of our family, an all-inclusive holiday. Uh, I'm not even remotely worried about that. I'm not even, that's done. I'm not drinking on that holiday, not at all. I already know that conversation has been had in my head the last six months is done. You know, I'm not drinking that. I'm going to that holiday and I'm going to wear my sobriety with pride um, as this missus said, this missus said, it's a fashion statement. Wear yeah. your pri- wear your sobriety as a fashion statement. I'm going to go to Own the bar it. and proudly order an alcohol-free beer. I'm going to be the coolest person there. I'm going to be the one not drinking. Yeah, that for me. And that's already done. That conversation in my head has been done. So I know I'm going to go on these two holidays and not drink. That's not a problem. But then, as you said, that one in September, that's just silly things like that, because that is the one the mind said, go on, have it for that one. Mm. that's what he's saying so it's not like i'm coming against other battles which i've i'm already sort of scared of because i've got the battles come up in you know in next month which i've already won the, the battles are won and you are by what you're saying there you are actually owning your sobriety you oh own yeah it. wear it with pride wear this, it with pride. Is, this, yeah. this is your identity yeah it is. So, it's that's, right, yeah. that's what you've already uh, and you've already proven <laughs> that with all these other events that you've been to mm-hmm. that um that you can go into these events and do that, Shiki. So you, sh- I, I can't see that you are going to have any problem with your. Well, his his mind is like the one that happens once it. a year. Yeah, that's right, it. That's one, once once a year. This is it. As we've gone through those stages, I mean, as we talking about moderation, and we've gone through different scenarios of moderation. That is the one that still this still bounces around in my head. That one, that's all right. That, that, uh, on, on one hand. One, it's four or five times a year drinking. That's why it still bounces around. Um, and you talk about your act and the 12 steps and smart, all the rest of it. Believe it or not, I've not actually read a single um, book yet on uh, quitting alcohol. I've not, I've, I've bought three of them. I've got them, but I've not actually, I've not read none of them yet. So Which that ones have you my, got? I've got um, the joys, the unexpected joys of sobriety. Um, I've, got another one Laura recommended I can't think what it was now but and then the other one was Alan Carr's Easy Way but see I, I read Alan Carr's Easy Way to Stop Smoking I read um, Recovery oh that's a good one okay she probably is holding up a book to me saying Recovery by Russell Brand yeah that'd be a good one uh, I've, I've got the audio books Drifter will recommend the audio books and um, if you well, still do your Russell Brand, Brand is he, he has his own kind of little interpretation twist how he throws on the steps. He just talks real to us uh, yeah. with, w- about addiction. I, and it doesn't matter if it's porn addiction or, or alcohol, cocaine, cake, ice cream. It doesn't matter. Shopping. Addiction. Yeah. You know what? Thank God Mrs. Drifter does not have that addiction. <laughs> <laughs> but what I, one, of the, one of the comebacks I had when I put this out there, moderation, one of them said, I just cannot moderate anything. I can't moderate my alcohol. When I go shopping, it's all, you know, there's no moderation anywhere. Like you with your running, you would run how many miles? I was upside every average, always 50 miles a week, 40, 50 miles a week. Easy, easy. Yeah. I yeah, to, yeah. It, it has to be. 
I always say we're we've got enthusiastic personalities. Everybody is. We say we've got we're not addicts. We've just got enthusiastic personalities. <laughs> we get enthusiastic for whatever we take on. And what you're doing actually is really, really good because you are taking things and you are examining them and you are really looking at them and saying, okay, this is probably maybe I'm going to have an issue with this. Maybe I'm going to have a problem with this. And the little voice is saying, well, it's not going to be a problem because you can drink five times mm. a year. You're all right five times a year. But mm. you know deep down that, yeah, it's a problem because otherwise you wouldn't mm. be examining it the way you're examining it. Well, I, I've been told that I'm doing what's called smart, the smart solution. I didn't even know I was doing that. But, yeah, it's self-management. That's, that's the way I've yeah. been doing it. But I have got in my locker, um, if things sort of get a bit tough or I've decided to do it, is then books. I'm going to read them. Books. I, will, I will do it eventually. But that is going to be – I've got this far without reading anything. So I think that's a big tool to have in my locker that like, maybe I'll start reading like, even like next week. It'd be like a massive tool to have as a backup. Bang, I'll start a new – a new toolbox, you know? So. Yeah, one of our ladies. Nikki, you've done really well for yeah. not reading anything and as much knowledge as that you've gained. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's really impressive too. I was, was going to say, I used to smoke. I read Alan Carr's Easy Way 20 years ago to quit smoking. And that man just, he changed, like any grace of you, that man changed my life. He took my brain out. He reprogrammed it. He serviced it. He put it back in. He completely changed my way of thinking. Over the 20 years, I did go back to smoking a couple of times. Um, it, it creeped back in. Um, during lockdown, for some stupid reason, I started smoking again. I was, I was drinking during the day as well, during lockdown, because I, I was working so much. I was drinking during the day and smoking again for some reason. Uh, so I didn't like smoking. Smoking doesn't suit me. So I read Alan Carr's book again, The Easy Way to Stop, Stop Smoking, in September. I read that and bang, it was like switching the light back on. And I stopped smoking. I quit straight away. And then six weeks later... When I realised I had to quit drinking, whilst that was still fresh in my mind, Alan Carr's methods, I was still using his methods. So it's not like I've got this far without reading anything. I was still using Alan Carr's methods because uh, it's the same sort of theory, really. Um, I then bought his book, The Easy Way to Stop it Drinking. Um, but I started reading the, um, the drinking one. I think I read two chapters and I suddenly realised it's exactly the same book apart from the substituting alcohol instead of cigarettes so i didn't read it any further so I've, I've got this far to be fair still reading the smoking book of alan carr still using his methods i've still got that in my mind um but annie grace is yeah the one that i will be reading i will eventually read it because i've not come i've not come this far on nothing there's still something in there which helped me along the way which was alan carr the man's a genius i don't know if anyone's ever read any of his books but He's an absolute genius for me. He's, he's yeah, I've, I've read I read his book, and um, yeah, he is. And in fact, Annie Grace uh, recognizes Alan Carr too. It, it has to do with pathways, cognitive dissonance. I think Alan Carr talks a little bit about that too. The the um, the argument in your mind, right? I've read yep, so many yep, books, it's yep. hard to like put them all together. <laughs> it's like I I take everything and just throw it in a pot and reach in and 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 take what works for me you know exactly what i'm doing with the app i mean the alan carr's theory or alan carr's methods gave me the foundations uh the, the sort of the right mental um state of mind to start working on it but the app really does sort of flourish everything and helps you as you said you pick out little things from different people there's so many different things you can learn from other people's experiences and comments and their their words of wisdom you can you know that really does help 100 without the app i don't think i'll get nowhere near as far as i've got now that is the biggest and, thing and even like dismiss uh i loved 
that fashion statement wearing your suit. I mean, we take all of this stuff that's so badass. Like her and her and um, Elaine were talking about your authentic self when you stop drinking, uh, Mm. finding your authentic self. And they've talked about um, a lighthouse. How and that's you, Steve. I remember your you had posts where people in in the beginning everybody kept asking you about not drinking and now it's i don't even or is anybody even really asking you anymore no it's now the norm like i say in the early days when i was when it came obvious that I was, it wasn't just a dry january it's like shit he's still not drinking um people then so i knew they was talking about me so i had the curtain the curtain switches you know when you left the room you know you can hear words of people like chatting behind your back um, it was a big thing, but but now no, it's um, it's the complete normal. It is normal now, you know. No one sort of said a thing. And it's and then to be uh, to be fair, I mean, they take they, just, they take the piss out of me. Uh, I'm out of my like, family. They take the piss in a good way. They they sort of abuse me. They they wear banter. Uh, you know, we was uh, watching the football like my cousin. We're like, ah, oh, Steve, mate, you was boring. We was drinking. Now you're not drinking. You're even more boring. You know, just things <laughs> like that. And it's, it's just banter. So I will get that. It's good. But the cool thing is, is it's like Elaine and Dismiss were talking about you without even really knowing it, you're you're becoming a lighthouse for these other people that are still involved in the matrix. Because there may be a, a day, Shiki, when they're like, Man, I want what Shiki has, and they're gonna be calling you on the phone. And it's you don't even really have to preach to anybody. They're watching you, Shiki. Believe that. I've had a couple already. I've had a couple of people already sort of ask me the, the sober, curious questions and they've come to me and sort of, have you done this? Have you done that? How are you feeling? Why have you done it? Et cetera, et cetera. And then they text me a week later and say, hey, Steve, I'm, I'm on day zero. So it's, it, it does happen without even realising, you know, even trying to preach or put it, put it out there. It does happen. You're right. It's like, it's like a lighthouse, yeah. We just got to be careful of not blowing somebody else's mind up, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, I would never preach to no one. I'm never ever going to say to anyone, like, uh, you know, you drink. My wife, for example, my wife still drinks like a fucking fish, you know. I'm not going to, I'm gonna, not going to stop her from drinking. I'm never going to turn around to her and preach to her about drinking. That would just cause a massive problem if I ever. No, I'm talking about that. like when you, um, oh, I'm sorry, are you still drinking? And you throw them on the couch. <laughs> that, yeah. Do you know, I'll, I'll explain that one, shall I? I'll tell you what happened. We was at a party. The first party I went to, I've seen my cousin's wife. And um, I was talking to her early on in the evening. Uh, she's having a couple of drinks. She didn't mention to me about not drinking. It wasn't about an hour and a half later um, when she's had a few more drinks. And she says, Steve, what's it all about, this no drink? What's going on? What, why are you not drinking for? Da, 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 and start asking questions. And I said, listen, Caroline, the only reason... I was drinking in the first place was when it was in fashion. I said, no, it's not in fashion anymore. I said, I don't drink. I'm with the cool guys. I'm sort of, you know, us cool people. We, it's it's alcohol free, Caroline. You know I mean? You want to get with the picture because I, you know, we, I'm one of the cool ones now. And uh, then I, I turned around to her and I said, Caroline, are you still drinking? To which she obviously said, yes. I went, I'm so sorry to hear that, Caroline. How are you finding it? Are you okay? How, how are you dealing with it? How, how's your <laughs> and, went on to that, and I went on to that side of things and, it completely changed the conversation. And she said, well, well I don't drink that much. But it's okay, you haven't got to explain. As long as you're enjoying yourself, that's, that's, that's fine. And it's like, well, I only drink because of this. I only drink because of someone so. I only drink because... And then we had a complete conversation then about her drinking. <laughs> it went from my drinking to her drinking. And it's just, it's just brilliant. I just messed her mind up. 
And then, I was, as I said, drifting in our Zoom a few weeks ago. And about an hour later, she was having one of these female drunken breakdowns where she was crying. And people thought, you're right, Caroline. I thought, oh, God, I might have a step in line. But it was something else. It's to do with something else. But it made my point entirely because she was then crying her eyes out over something in her life, something she just got. But it was just good because I just, I've tried it a few times now because it People can't just say, how are you fine? You're okay. It's like you've got a disease. You know? I've caught sobriety. You're okay. How are you finding it, Steve? You're all right, mate. I'm well done. <laughs> yeah, you're okay. But then when you turn it around to them, are you still drinking? Yes. Oh, how are you finding it? You're okay drinking? Okay. It's just a mind, mind game. It's, yeah, I'm going to have some fun with that. It's, it's, it's I think I'm going to, do you know what? I'm going to take right. a leaf out of your book. Right. And I think you there's, quite really a few, there's quite a few people listening to this pod, who listen to this podcast are going to take that one up. You can really play um, with people. You really yeah. can. Turn it around to them. How are you finding? How are you finding drinking? Is it okay? Are you good? Oh, good. And then, well, well, they just changed completely. It's funny. Because, I mean, you you read it in the app. People get annoyed that mm, we yeah. are sort of put into this separate category. You know, we're not real people. We're not enjoying ourselves. We're not having fun because we're not drinking. Well, guess what? We're having more fun than you are because we're going to get up tomorrow morning. We won't have a headache. We won't have spent half the night with our head in the toilet. Oh, Paul, uh, I've got to tell you. There was early on in my sobriety, I think it was about, probably about three months in, we was at a, um, my brother-in-law's barbecue, uh, one of the little kids' birthdays. We only stayed for like an hour or so. We went around now. There wasn't many people there. Everyone was drinking. And they said to Steve, like, you know, why are you not drinking no more? And I said, to be fair, I wasn't really coming out sober sober proud yeah every day i was i've just had enough of the hangovers i've i've had i'm done with it i just can't handle no more well my mother-in-law said um, yes yeah, steve you know what i agree with you the hangovers aren't that good but the thing is i think it's worthwhile because the evenings are so much more better when you drink i enjoy myself so much more when i've had a drink and it's just i feel like so much more fun so that i didn't you know in a way i feel she's having a bit of a dig but i didn't bite a bit my lips said, yeah okay so that's fine, whatever you want to do. So, so we had the conversation, that was how we went. That was it. We left after about an hour or so. And then later on, my sister-in-law, Laura, posted on our family group chat app, uh, group chat app um, a photo of my mother-in-law passed out on the sofa with a glass of wine. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, mate, I was like a dog with a bone. And I was like, yes, so it's like you're really enjoying yourself there. I hope you had a good night. And I, I was like a dog with a bone. It's brilliant. It's just what you just said, like... People think you're boring, you're not enjoying yourself. But when you're passed out on a sofa two hours later with a glass, yeah, that looks all right, good life, that does. So, yeah, have fun, enjoy yourself. Yeah, and how many how many people who've become sober have seen pictures of themselves when they've been drunk and thought, oh, shoot, that looks awful. Yeah. Did I I've really a, look like that? I've you got know, a scrapbook and, of them. Yeah, I think we've all got some of those. And yeah, I've got loads. the hangdog look that's always there. And getting yeah. back, yeah. And when we get back to moderation, and we're gonna we're gonna help you through your festivals in September. We're gonna be in your pocket because we've oh, got some. No, 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 no. Glad you did because this is an exercise, um, and it's it's all part of like like Drifter said, the sober journey, and that we are not we're not hermits. We have to live our lives. You have to go out the front door. You have to get on with life. And we're getting on with life sober. And how much of the last six months do you remember? <laughs> we mean, mm. everything. Everything. Well, everything. That's it. Course, yeah. And so 
when you've been to festivals before, how much of them do you get to remember? Yeah, I, I remember once years ago, I think it was my first ever serious blackouts when I can't remember getting home. No, I've never, I'm not really one for blacking out as much as I can't remember the night before. I can never re- remember going to bed loads, all the time, loads of times, but I actually, I couldn't remember getting home from a festival, which is like the other side of Essex. And like, how I got home, I had no idea. So that's, yeah, I remember that one. Scary. Um, yeah, that one was. That was. I couldn't believe. I woke up in bed. I was like, I thought I was still at the festival. Shit, have I, have I got here? Mm-hmm. I had to go home with it on a train and all sorts. So, yeah, you're right there. Actually, um, you do go to these places and you do drink to excess. So, like I say, it's going to be another another part of the curve, a part of the journey where I'm going to do it sober. It's another. And you're going to enjoy uh, it. You're going to have such yeah, well, like a say, blast. Yeah, like I said, I've got the test one, the test festival the week before for a couple of hours. So that's going to be my dip the toe and see how it goes. Moderation can't, it, it, it's just a word. And it's something we have to adopt in all aspects for us because moderation is we have to moderate our drink. We have to moderate, like Drifter was talking about, the candy because that became a huge thing for a lot of people. A lot of people, <laughs> it's ice cream <laughs> for some reason, ice cream. Me, um, I have to learn to moderate my time and use it usefully. I'm starting to pull back a little bit and uh, take a bit more time for myself. And I think, I don't know about you, but there's a tendency to worry about slowing. Can I slow down? If I slow down, will my mind start playing tricks on me and start tripping me up? Mm. I've got to stay busy. I've got to stay busy. Yeah. Because that's when that moderation, that little insidious voice, your little yeah. party guy starts coming in. And as we go further down, and Drifter will tell you this, as you stay, the longer you stay sober, the quicker you can shut down the alcohol voice or you can recognize when the voice is going to tr- try and trick you. Yeah. You either, and the halt method is a good one. And that's hungry, angry, lonely, tired. A lot of the time with me, if I'm tired, is when I start feeling the feels sort of thing, not craving a drink or anything, because I haven't craved mm-hmm. a drink in a long time. Um, I don't want to drink, full stop. But I start getting very emotional. And one thing that Drifter, and this is something he has learned, and he will admit it, you better admit this, mister, One thing you have learned in this last 12 months is pause. People say, and with the sober journey, and it's like when the moderation voice tries to kick in. And we're not talking Zen here because Drifter will shoot me if I try and make him Zen and ride a magic carpet or whatever. (laughs) He doesn't doesn't do Zen. But pausing to breathe. And believe it or not, when you concentrate on your breath, you can actually... It slows you enough that you can pause for a couple of breaths and it takes that immediate thought away. So when you it, it it's like any situation you and that when we when people come into sobriety and they say, OK, one day at a time, one hour at a time, one second at a time, one breath at a time. And it literally is one breath at a time because one breath, a couple of breaths can help you pause before you go in with both feet and blow everything up because that that was your what is it modus operandi 
Mr. Drifter, way back at the beginning? Go in with both feet and blow everything up. Well, I, I still have. <laughs> not as I, I no. still have manic episodes. No, I'm not like, I haven't really gone into them lately, but I've blown up IAS. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I think I counted eight times where I've gone manic. It's better to pause. Yes. <laughs> definitely better to pause. Mm, uh, yeah. That can help you with almost anything. But, but don't sit in the shit either. But that doesn't mean pause and then sit and let these thoughts bombard you because to me, that's the arena. When these thoughts come into my mind and they start yeah, trying the to convince yeah. me that I can drink, uh, that's when I've transitioned from training. And now I'm in, in full battle mode in the arena in my mind. And I, I, I'm just not going to let those thoughts run me over like they used to uh, because I've been able to shut the alcohol down. So now I'm trying to, to do it with other things like my, my manic. It's hypomania where I go into this craziness. That's, and so I, I think that some of these techniques can be used for a lot more things than mm -hmm. just alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Tobacco, uh, cake. Mentos. There's <laughs> Mentos. Um, I've heard the chocolate posts. Like, yeah. what the fuck happened to me? All of a sudden, I'm like this chocolate person, and I've never been a chocolate person. Oh, don't so, talk about chocolate. It's ridiculous. Are you a chocolate person? I never used to be. Never but used you to are now? Oh, mate, it's fucking stupid. I just can't put the stuff down. <laughs> I'm not lying to you. I'm not lying to you. I've got my own little stash now somewhere in the house because I get moaned at. When I go to like the, the kitchen, I go to like the treats cupboard, and I take stuff out. I'm always getting moaned at for like eating all the chocolate. So <laughs> I've now got my own fucking stash like in the garage. Seriously, that's the truth. <laughs> I bet your stash is melting. It. It's 32 oh. degrees out there. Your stash is not going to do very good today. <laughs> Mate, it's, 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 it's easier to hide the drink than it is the chocolate. Yeah, but it's like that little gremlin moves around in our heads, you know. Oh, oh, I can't have this, I'll take that. The trickster, it, it, this trickster, but like we say, he wears many hats, many suits, many outfits, <laughs> and it's for all things. And like we say, moderation can cover so much. And the uh, pause technique, when you go to your festival, here's one for you. Here's a challenge for you. Go to your go first on. festival, your short one, the, you know, your one that's your, yeah, your, yeah. your this is your, um, what is it? Tester. Yeah, your tester. I beef Ibiza orchestra. And pause when you get right into the middle of this festival, right? Just pause, stand still, and just look all around and take it all in for the first mm. Taking mm. all the colors, taking all the sounds, taking all the smells, mm. and just say, Fuck me, this is amazing, mm. and have a bloody good time. Today, but what's going to be really cool, Shiki, is when you come out of that, and that you're because that's that one, that one left, that's number five, right? Yeah, that, yeah, that's it. Well, number five is sort of like once every year now and again, like five times a year, thinking that's that's the moderation that's flying around my head. And moderation, and then, as we know, is just not on. But one success means more successes. And yeah, I'm sure I can, yeah. And Each it'll be cool to see you come out of that, and you, then you're going to be able to share. And that's that's the beauty of IAS and what we're trying to do here is to share our successes to give somebody else. Yeah, exactly right. And every time we celebrate an occasion and we come out of it sober and proud, 
because we are sober and we are proud. Every time we come out of an occasion sober and proud, we celebrate and we pass that celebration on to other people and say, look, we did this and we stayed sober and we had a fucking amazing time. So if we can do it, you can do it. Yeah, and I, I just yeah, say I mean, any, anybody with these thoughts of moderation, mm-hmm. I would not, I would not let them grow. No. Um, well, if, like I said, I've put most into bed. I think a lot of people have. I mean, you don't, you don't get to sort of six months down the line, eight months, nine months. You don't get any of this far really without putting them to bed. So we've all got these thoughts that come in our mind. We've all, we're all dealing with the uh, the moderation thoughts all the time. We're, we're all of us are, um, but we, we're still winning them. So we're still here. So we're still winning them. I don't yeah. think they're going to go away, but we still keep fighting. Keep, well, no, keep that's the thing. They're they're going to these moderation thoughts are going to keep coming again and again. They're, it's they're insidious, mm-hmm. and they're, that pathway is built. It, you can't unlearn how to type. Once you've learned how to type, you can't unlearn it. And it's just yeah. like with addiction, that pathway is there. You can't unlearn addiction, and it's going to keep trying to break out of its cage one way or another. It wants out. It wants a drink. And it doesn't give a shit where it's going to yeah. leave you to get a drink, you know? Yeah. And yeah. all it will lead you to is total devastation. Yeah, we know because, that. Yeah, we know yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's total devastation. And I, I just picture this deep, dark well. And climbing out of this deep, dark well is so fucking hard. I am not climbing out of that well again. I'm out. I'm in the daylight. I'm staying in the daylight. Is life easy? No. Because it's life, and life ain't meant to be easy every day. But we're so we're we're actually meant to live life. And hungover every day, you can't live a life. You can't live a life. And we've got you've got young children, youngsters, children. You've yeah. fifty. You've got grandchildren. I've got grandchildren. I don't ever want them to be where I was. I don't ever want to see any of the the generation below general two generations actually below me in the same place I was, because it's, it, it's not a life. And from what Drift has been through in his life, he would not wish that on any family member. Well, I'm and, talking to my grandkids now, and you know what? They're eating it up. Yeah. It's yeah. surprising because they, they know a hell of a lot more than I thought they knew. And they, they really knew how to avoid me when I was drinking, <laughs> you know? But now they're like, we're in the kitchen and we're talking and they're asking questions and and that's something that i never had growing up so i think that we can make a difference with these other generations coming up i think now with my kids i'm just having so much more fun with them you know just like the laughs the banter just so much more fun i mean beforehand when i was drinking i was sort of you've got that inner sadness all the time where you're not really connecting you're just going through the motions and stuff um i mean i used to tell my girls they'll they'll go dancing they go um ballet tap dancing every, every night of the week so me and the national were always back with the force from other dance classes and there's one of the dance classes which used to be sort of thing about half past seven was the time i drive back from it so when i'm taking the dance i'm just thinking about my next drink i think it's seven o'clock this is like breaking into my drinking time so i used to drive to the dance so about 15 minutes away to drive into the dance class in a bit of a mood really no no sort of um connection with them no sort of engagement with them because what i used to do on the way back from the dance class was drink a can of stella in the car because that was my drink time right by taking them dancing was a bit inconvenient but it was getting late i'm looking at the clock all the time looking at the clock 
and I think it's getting late. So driving back from the dance class, I had my first drink, the can of Stella, my first drink of the evening. No one knows I've had that drink, but I get in through the door, no one knows, knows I've had that one. So when I drink later, they think it's my first one. But now that's stopped. Now, that 15 minutes there and back, when I pick them up later, we just have a laugh in the car. We have a, you know, Mickey take in, take the bank, and I'm there engaging with We have such a laugh. I mean, I never used to do that because I was in a sort of a zone of like, I didn't care. Selfish. I didn't, yeah, I didn't really want to talk to the kids. I didn't, didn't, you know what I mean? I wasn't really engaging with them. I was doing my job of taking them now. Cheer kids, bye, cheer, cheer, laugh, cheer, have a good time. That was it. But now we go, we go, we just have a laugh, you know? So, you're right, Drifter, what you're saying, you're now engaging with your kids more, you're being more human, really. It's only natural. It's only natural. Yeah, oh, are you quoting? Yeah. Who are you quoting there? We're only human and it's natural. It's, it's, it's a song, that one is. I can, we're only human after all. There's a, there's a song. Shiggy, that, that is so badass yeah. right there that, I mean, because that's what it's all about. You've taken your life back and you've taken your family back. And you yeah. did that by taking your mind back. And that's mm. that's beautiful, man. That's and that's those are the things to think of when this little moderation voice starts to try and creep in. Think 15 minutes in the car, chatting with the kids, having mm. a laugh, having fun. Is it worth going back to? Oh, this is my drinking time. Oh, oh, that's that's part of that right there. Huh? That that's part of yeah, like Drifter says, that's part of act awareness. Oh yeah, I know. clarify, oh, yeah, 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 turn yeah. it around. So oh, don't worry, I'm, conver I'm converted. Don't worry, I'm converted. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we've got a converted. Yeah, no, you're pretty converted. Yeah, yeah, no worries. I'm just saying what Drifter was saying. He, he's talking to his kids now. They, his grandkids. They come and they talk to him and they engage. It's just so much better when you've got that engagement with your, your family when you never used to because you had other things on your mind. You're in that sort of just that, as I just said, that sort of in the zone of. Thinking well, about one of your five, moment. one of your five is your birthday, right? That's one of your list of five. Could be, birthday. maybe they could be on there. Yeah, yeah. Could be. Your birthday. Um, how much would you enjoy celebrating with the kids sober on your birthday and having a laugh and eating cake? Right. You're hundred percent right. I mean, yeah. I mean, I had the argument or the discussion last weekend with. I spoke to her on the app when she talked about her, her post with my wife last Saturday. Uh, we had the meal out um, with friends. I didn't drink, but I felt something was missing. And then I think it was on the Sunday or the Monday, we was talking. And I said, look, I think I can get to this stage now where I can possibly go uh, to a festival and go have a night out and then not drink for four months. I drink for, for the one occasion, then not drink for four months. And I was arguing that corner, but she was arguing at me. I stopped being a twat. Don't do that. You can't, you know, you can't do that. And I was mm -hmm. arguing back to her, no, I can do that. And the more she said that I couldn't do it, the more I want to show her that I can do it. So I'm sort of arguing against where I'm sort of. Good for her. She go, you go and give her a big hug because you have got a, a wonderful support there. That is to have, I mean, to have your partner supporting you and being proud of you. That know, is... She was pissing me off. So I want to prove her I can. <laughs> That's the thing. That's the annoying thing. Was, she's pissing me off. She was telling me the truth. I was saying, no, I can do it. I can never do it. The thing is, we do don't it. always want to know the truth. Uh, I mean, I used to, uh, um, I think we go defensive when someone holds that mirror yes. up in front of us. Yes. And, and we, we get told the truth. We always go on the defensive. No, I don't hmm. drink too much. Yes, I can do this. No, I, yeah. yeah. It's it's yeah. an it's the old illusion again, and we we no longer live in a world of illusion. Like you say, we 
we're human and we live in the real world now and it's actually a much better place to live i like it so we are gonna pull the train into the station i think now I think Chris has not stopped. He's still working away. He's still working. Um, (laughs) No one else can see this. Me and Polly are sitting here for the last hour. (laughs) Unload trucks and get in and out of trucks and jump up and down. I feel like I've done a day's work watching it. (laughs) (laughs) And I've been working since uh, nine o'clock last night. And it's... And there he is climbing climbing back into his cab. It's now 9.29 for you. So you've been on the 12 and a half hours so far you've been at work. And uh, Steve and I... Well, I'm really glad that we got a chance to talk with Shiki too. So do I. um, Yeah. (laughs) And and, uh, it's been great to know you and watch you. Yes. And I was a fan of yours. As soon as I saw that you ran marathons blasted off your ass. I could not friggin' believe what I was hearing. <laughs> we I, all drove, we all drove, all drove blasted off our ass. So it wasn't even so much the running the marathons, it was the training for them. That's the hard part, training for the marathons, constantly on pissed every Sunday morning, running 16, 17 miles, just drunk. Yeah. Yeah, mad. and but, getting all the like, but, sweating all the alcohol out. Yeah. The, the good, unfortunately, the good thing with going for like say an eighteen-mile run, when you start it drunk, you're drunk. The good thing is when you finish it, you're sober and you've missed the hangover. That was that was. You've run good your way part. through it. <laughs> yeah, you used to miss. In fact, let me just, before we finish, let me just say something because I spoke to Go Todd ahead. about this because Todd gets it because he was a uh, uh, he does cycling, does a lot of um, of work and uh, exercise. Now, when you do a, say a run, uh, as soon as you've done like a say say half marathon once you've done a half marathon it makes you drink more okay you do drink more fact um but then what i used to do uh when i was drinking a lot it made me it make me used to train more to sort of counteract the bad i was doing to my body so the more i drunk the more i trained to sort of run the calories off run the alcohol etc so i left top with this statement okay it was the more i ran the more i drunk and the more i drunk the more i trained is that what a cycle? I was just on a massive cycle. It worked that one out. The more you train, the more you drink, the more you drink, the more you train. Oh, I mate. do here's one for you. I do Weight Watchers, right? Yeah. And I would search out all the zero foods, the foods that would not accumulate points, so that I could drink my points. So I yeah. drank my calories and ate the stuff that I could eat that was free. So yeah. I lived on free food so that I could drink. So the more I drank, the more yeah, free yeah, food yeah. I ate. So it, yeah, it crazy. build these cycles yeah. in our mind. Crazy. And the, and, and the addict voice and the, mo- the moderation voice is exactly the same thing. Yeah, crazy. But, but build it's, these cycles. It, yeah, it's just crazy. But what I was going to say to you today about, you know, thanks for, just say thanks for having me on. Thanks for inviting me back. It's been... It's been great watching you work, Drift. I've enjoyed watching you work. And thanks, Polly, for having me on. You've been a great, great sort of host here. It's been brilliant. Thank you. We've enjoyed it. And we can have you back again because there's other, this is actually going to be a two part podcast because there's going to be another. Well, Karina's coming back. We'll, yeah. And we'll, we'll do a three way. We'll do, this isn't, we're not being rude, folks. We'll do a three way with (laughs) Karina and I'll be the, between the two Essexes. And, um, Drifter, thank you for tagging along and driving as fast as you can to keep up with the train. 
We have enjoyed having your company and thank you for not taking over my podcast. I am eternally grateful. <laughs> uh, I had a pause. I paused. You, had a, you paused. Yeah. You did actually. And you've been absolutely wonderful. The, um, I think we've had a really, really good discussion and we hope that what we've discussed and what we've revealed about our journeys and our thoughts on this will help other people. So everybody, please keep riding the sober train. The life, after, the life in sobriety is so, so worth it. I say no sippy, no slippy. Drifter, you say? Pour the poison down the sink. Shiki, have you got a little expression you use? Uh, you know what? I have my mind's gone blank. I'll, I'll, I'll get it for the next time. <laughs> we had uh, we had King thirteen, and hers was what would mother do? Um, WWMD, what would mother do? Was hers. So we've all got something, and mine's no sippy, no slippy, because like they say in AA, one drink is too many, and a hundred is never enough. So, folks, thanks for listening to us, and we will leave you. Um, on this wonderful Sunday because it's Sunday here and please moderation it's it's not an option for those of us who uh, have alcohol dependency and if you start hearing that voice shut it down with act or get on to the sobertownpodcast.com website and find all the resources you need to shut it so thank you very much for joining us and we will be back next time thank you Bye.